Hi. Hello. It worked. Yay. Look at us. Getting like tech savvy. I know. I really am. I'm known for that. I really am. How's your day? Um, (laughs) It's been a day. (laughs) It's been a day. It's not bad. Like good things and kind of weird things all at the same time. It's one of those. I believe you. I feel like I say (laughs) that. I feel like I say that every time. Not well. I, be- good. I believe okay. you every time. You have four kids, so of course it's going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear all the details of all the weirdness after this. Um, yeah, I'll tell you our- when we're not recording. So. <laughs> we'll stop the old tape and then we'll tell- talk about the weirdness. Are you ready for Christmas? Um, I am, and uh, as far as like buying presents no I am not (laughs) but I am ready for Christmas break which starts today officially with my kids and I'm ready to like I don't know yeah just experience the next over the next week at least just uh, making cookies with them or watching some Christmas movies and not worrying about it being a school night and things like that that's where I'm ready for it to just be yeah. like let's just enjoy it let's just have fun for the next couple of weeks it's gonna be great I'm yeah. like not like everything's tidied up and and done off my checklist no but <laughs> that's okay that's okay I love the part of Whatever, there's always a point in this, whatever this next week is where you're approaching Christmas and I throw my hands up and I say, whatever's not done is not going to get done. And now I'm just going to chill. This leads me to my next point. My Christmas preparations came to a grinding halt this weekend and it's kind of your fault. You didn't do anything intentionally, but I have to (laughs) tell you, um, I'm... I am in shambles. You were my most prepared for friend, and you always are. You and you and I like like to buy each other things, and we like we kind of I don't know. I kind of like go all out and try and get you things that I know you'll like, and mm-hmm. all that. Anyways, a long time ago, I heard you mention something, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna order it, and it was on back order. And uh, it finally showed up a month and a half ago. And I put it in my closet shelf in its little envelope. And um, I've looked at it every day when I've gotten dressed. Oh, every day. Good to know. I, just like as I. <laughs> Not creepy at all. Let that pain a picture well, in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it's really special, I would say, because of that. But I, I've seen it every day. And so the other night I was already asleep passed out and Cody came in after his workout and he's rummaging through the closet and he was like oh looks like I found one of my presents early that's exactly how he sounded so (laughs) creepy and um I rolled over and I was like oh my gosh that's not for you that's Amanda put it back and so he did and not seen it since and he has not seen it since it has disappeared and it's been in this one place for all this time and I'm not prepared for anyone else but like <laughs> your you oh, and no. Jessica like have your gifts early and then it is gone and um I have just been like I told Cody I was like remember that thing that you saw the other night and he was like yes and I was like where is it it's gone and he was like 
I don't think I did anything with it. And, um, you know, my brain is like full of holes right now. So who knows where it could be. But I have ripped apart every inch of my closet, all of my drawers. And I bet I just, Cody just put it in like a little safe place where we would remember oh, where it was. Right, right. <laughs> and it's probably, I'll find it immediately after Christmas. But that's what I've been doing the last few days is looking for that Josh Darn present. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. Oh my gosh. And there's no. nothing worse. There's nothing worse than losing something that you're like, I did everything right. Why is it gone? I was really proud of myself for it too. So then you do have another part of your present that, that will be okay. Um, so I, I don't want to watch you cry and scream if you don't get your present right on Christmas. But It might be a rough year. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, now I have time to prepare myself this week. Yes. You'll like chin up. You'll still get something. But I know as soon as Christmas is over, I give up on this thing. I know I'll find it. Like I take down my tree or something and I'll find it. But I'm so mad that I can't find it. And while I was looking for it, he was screaming. So I, I, as a good mom does, I went to put on his little baby songs on the TV. And um, and I lost the TV remote too. So we haven't had <laughs> TV. And we haven't no had TV, present. No TV. No Christmas presents. <laughs> but I am getting to the point where I'm like, it might just have to be that way. And I'll find it after Christmas. And you'll have like a little bit of a late present and I blame Cody fully and you know that it's I know I told him I had him come home from work I was like I need you to help me look and um then I was like I don't know how this is your fault but I will find out and I will make sure that you know because I know this is your fault oh because his nickname is like raccoon he like swirls little things away in his pockets and then wanders off (laughs) if I could count the amount of times that he's been like oh I'll put this in a special spot and then, like, it's never seen again. Yes, that is what he's known for. So, anyways, it's That's somewhere. Okay. It's somewhere in my house. And um, so, I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. It's going to work out, though. Yep. You're a good sport. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> but I do sympathize with that feeling of losing something and not knowing where it is and tearing everything apart and feeling mm-hmm. increasingly more irritated that, yeah I was sweating not- <laughs> I was sweating but as a result I've gotten rid of four bags of clothes and like Cody is such a jacket hoe and so he's got I he lost like half his jackets because I was like <laughs> you can't buy any more I jackets. don't even feel bad <laughs> but our closet is nice and tidy now so that's one thing I do have control over in my you know life. that honors me I love it I love throwing things away or donating things and and minimizing so there you go I'll take that as my gift (laughs) (sighs) I see this is why we're soulmates so are there any or anything you've been sitting on this week or sitting with this week I I do have a quote and then I've been working on something for the the newsletter that will come out tomorrow but I'll wait on that um okay just go further into my house where you can't hear kids <laughs> that's all right i have to double lock doors sometimes <laughs> okay so this is a quote that i've been thinking about 
from Watch for the Light. And it was from this week, just a reading from this week that kind of has to do with the theme we've been talking about just personally whenever we have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a little bit on here. Okay. Um, So this was written by William Willimon. Um, and it, he talks a lot, it's a really long, long chapter, but I'm only going to read a section of it, but he talks a lot about how uncomfortable receiving is. Um, I know. And how God did that in the form of coming as this child, this gift that we didn't know we needed, but we did so badly, um, need and received without really wanting it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes how we've all experienced this, like maybe someone we don't know well, that isn't like a close friend of us gives us an extravagant gift or offers us something that we're just like, this makes me feel like I'm breaking out in hives and I will do whatever it takes, not out of love, but out of um, our pride and being uncomfortable to pay them back, you know? Um, Yeah. So the whole chapter was kind of on that and how much more comfortable we are in what Charles Dickens did for Christmas with the Christmas Carol because Ebenezer Scrooge becomes this like generous giver and how much more comfortable we are with that story than with the story of Jesus coming as this gift that there is no way we can pay back whatsoever. And we're just receiving this gift we didn't even realize we needed or wanted, you know? Um, so I'm going to read the last section of it because I just think it's really good. Um, so again, William Williman wrote this. Okay. It's tough to be on the receiving end of love God's or anybody else's. It requires that we see our lives, not as our possessions, but as gifts. Nothing is more repugnant to capable, reasonable people than grace wrote John Wesley a long time ago. Among the most familiar Christmas texts is the one in Isaiah. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a young woman shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Less familiar is its context. Isaiah has been pleading with the king Ahaz to put his trust in God's promise to Israel rather than alliances with strong military powers like Syria. If you will not believe, you shall not be established, Isaiah warns Ahaz. Then the prophet tells the fearful king that God is going to give him a baby as a sign. A baby. Isn't that just like God, Ahab must have thought? That Ahaz needed with Assyria breathing down his neck was a good army, not a baby. This is often the way God loves us, with gifts we thought we didn't need, which transform us into people we don't necessarily want to be. With our advanced degrees, armies, government programs, material comforts, and self-fulfillment techniques, we assume that religion is about giving a little of our power in order to confirm to ourselves that we are indeed as self-sufficient as we claim. Then this stranger comes to us, blesses us with a gift, and calls us to see ourselves as we are, empty-handed recipients of a gracious God, who rather than leaves us to our own devices, gives us a baby. Yikes. Wow. (laughs) I know. I thought it was so good. So I've just been thinking about that a lot. And it is kind of the week leading up to everything. And, and we've even just like experienced it ourselves a little bit of just 
these extravagant gifts. And now that I've read that I'm more aware of my desire, like, Oh, well, we should get them something back. We didn't get them anything, darn it, you know, <laughs> or yeah. and somebody w- that wasn't on my list of like people <clears throat> that we buy for gets, gets us something or just wants us to bless us in some way or, and especially in ways that there's no way that we could ever pay back that, that kind of generosity or kindness and, and how uncomfortable it does make us to like, to have to sit with, sit with that. Wow. Yeah. I've had specific conversations um, because I've had a long run of being in this position of not being able to pay back fairly. And it makes me so awkward and weird and almost damaging to relationships because I'm trying so hard to like keep it even. And if I can't, then I like back way out. (laughs) And I never knew that about myself until recently and I'm like what does that tell me what what is that telling me about myself you know it started out with us being like homeless and having to like rely on other people to like let us park our trailer at you know their house or let us stay at their house and um and then when Fletcher was born everyone was so gracious to us and then you know I've had like health and mental health problems through the year following and so I just feel like people have been so kind and I'm like just you and I have been talking about this like every real every situation I walk into I've had to be like God let me receive this as you I'm just trying to receive mm-hmm. because yeah. other like, I get so weird and like yeah well then I then I'm gonna buy them a pair of shoes or <laughs> I don't know. I, no, like, you start so keeping awkward. score and keeping a file and that's what yeah. it turns you into people who are are keeping score and keeping a file on each other and how we're treating one another. And I don't, I don't want to treat people like that. And I don't want to be treated like that. Yeah. And it does reflect a lot of like that transactional way that we've like, we've grown up, we are too in it. Like we've grown up way too in the church. And Mm -hmm. so we know about grace, but we're like inoculated to grace a little bit. And so the fact of just the fact that we can like never pay it back when we've learned how to be so good our whole lives, you know, is yeah. kind of, wow, that's a lot to sit with. I like it a lot. That is beautiful and timely. Can you give me a little bit of a, just a tiny thread of a preview of what um, this week's um, Advent newsletter is going to be about? Yeah. So um, I've just been thinking about through my reading, there's different characters that will stand out to me as I'm reading through Matthew and Luke. And the mm-hmm. Gospels leading up to Christmas. And Joseph has really stood out to me lately. So it's kind of going to be about Joseph a little oh. bit. And then also my own journey of like, you know, I just, I think I daily battle this of not wanting to be here, not wanting to be present, but always wanting things to be different and better and looking for how things could, how I could change things or making sure I'm not wasting my life you know, because my life, it can't be ordinary. (laughs) So um, I'm tying those things together and going to throw in a really good um, potato, creamy potato soup recipe that I've tweaked. It's one that is like in your family's cookbook. Mm -hmm. It's probably like your your grandma's recipe, but I've tweaked it to where 
my daughter can have it. So it's like gluten-free, but then I've also like made it dairy-free too. And I know that sounds gross, but it's actually really good. (laughs) Trust me. Mm -hmm. It's so good. So I'm adding that recipe in at the end. Yay. Oh, I can't wait. I love that. Um, And like, if there was ever a time for potato soup, it's now. I know. Yeah. I want it on like cold winter nights. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, I come bearing nothing to this conversation except for one tiny line uh, that, you know, on Annie Downs's Christmas episodes, she's been putting in a ton of people that she's interviewed all year and asked them what their favorite Christmas song is. Mm -hmm. And so all these people are naming all these songs and um, it's just, I to be my favorite Christmas song because it's dramatic and it's feely but it's too saturated for me so I let yeah and um but Louis Giglio line of any Christmas song is from that song and it just said when he appeared and the soul felt its worth and Mm. that hit me between the eyes like what more could any human ever want than to feel the, the worth of their soul? Yeah. And if that's like, which it's not the only thing, but if it was the only thing we ever got from mm-hmm. Jesus, everybody wants, like I, my inner self is worth something and that I belong somewhere. And I think that's what everyone wants. So yeah. if, if him coming and being born, heal some of that to where we can feel our worth and like I'm I'm in and it makes me wonder why I don't know my worth very often if I do know if I knew do know Jesus so Mm -hmm. that's good I need to know more but um that's the only thing I've been churning around in my head and I will tell you one recipe discovered this week because I got a cold almost a month ago and it's it never like I don't, I'm not like actively sick. I just still have like sinus pressure in my head. Mm. And, um, so this is a delicious tonic that also helps to clear the sinuses because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so attractive. Um, but water, like you're making tea, squeeze a lemon into it, in it, put a cinnamon stick in it and throw a little whiskey in it. And it, clears everything right up and it's delicious oh nice it's a nighttime snack and my uh my friend Amalia and I were um were singing songs and she made that and I felt like my throat instantly just like loved me it was comforting and warming and made your throat feel great so I'm in that's a nice winter night snack nice not a snack a a drink <laughs> I probably should have but maybe a cracker or two <laughs> you know, it's actually so watered down if there's like I mean you know me I like it neat but this is pretty watered down you can barely taste anything so good it's safe guys you could give it to your newborn baby oh man Don't worry. no that sounds so good when you're all stuffed up just something a little heat down the throat in the chest up the nose it's good. Yeah, it made me feel it made me feel uh Christmassy like I was sitting roasting chestnuts by an open fire. And you so could like sing it. all of Old Holy Night to its full potential. Oh, I hit those high <laughs> Kelly Clarkson notes. Yes. 
Um, so what about you? As far as food goes? Well, the soup, the potato yes. soup. But mm-hmm. as far as music goes, I've been listening to, um, okay, it's Jess Ray and Landon. I like Jess Ray, but I think mm-hmm. her husband's name might be Landon. And so it's Jess Ray and Landon and it's called Gloria Gloria. It's her album okay. with him. And I just like her. I love her voice. It's really mellow. And I like her voice too. Her lyrics are beautiful. She redoes some songs, but then she writes her own. And that's been a good one. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm cooking. Tonight I'm going to make our sweet potato salo tacos. That's what I'm going to make for dinner tonight. There's there's a little bit of a hint of like summertime when you make tacos in the winter. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, yes. And music-wise, I got turned on to the J.J. Heller Christmas album. Oh, I bet that's beautiful. I'm going to check that out. really pretty. Very stripped back and simple. Sometimes she adds like a little verse or like a little bridge in that's like her own, but with all these like classic Christmas hymns. And it just Mm -hmm. makes you feel like you're ready to like curl up and go to sleep. And it's, it's very calming. And I've noticed... I've been taking back the <clears throat> the power in my car and telling my kids, like, no, I'm not listening to what you want me to. And, like, all their, like, little bebop songs. So I've been putting it on, and my kids all just completely unwind and just look out the window. So it's one of those. It's one of those that you're like, oh, this, like, casts a spell on all of us. And so I've been playing that anytime we're driving around. I love that. Yes, and uh, so it's so it's uh, Hamilton time. Oh, now it's time to switch gears, and we are going to start blasting the Hamilton. I'm going to do it this afternoon while I clean the house. Yeah, we're going to Hamilton this weekend. Hamilton soundtrack was kind of the soundtrack of my pandemic. Yeah. And um, so this is going to be live, and we're going to get dressed up and go. And uh, do you know what you're wearing? I do. And I've had it planned out for a while, but yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I had it planned out too. I ordered a dress <laughs> And then online. Cody lost it. He thought it was for him. No. <laughs> yeah. I, Cody wore it to work. No, he, no, this was on me. I ordered it and it's beautiful. I also had big plans for myself being much fitter than I am now. I ordered it like, oh, that's months away. I'll be on like my fitness journey by then so it doesn't I don't know how it's gonna go either way because I I have backups but have you tried it on oh yes um okay. not recent not recently <laughs> two days we're good uh, <laughs> um no are you kidding me I'm in full throttle uh, Christmas Christmas snacks so whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen but um I tried it on when I got it and I was like "Ah, this could be more comfortable but I've got months but um it's green (laughs) and it's corduroy so that's all you need to know yeah I'm wearing velvet so that's all you need to know (laughs) oh okay but we could always like go shopping if we need to you know, right. That's when the I... guys get back from there, because they're planning like a run that I was like, make sure it's not until like eight o'clock at night. Yes. They're planning their run. But when they get back, if we have to, we might just need to pop over somewhere and just see what they have. Go get, yeah, go get a velvet something. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for it. And I wouldn't be surprised if there were some tears shed. Oh, I hope so. 
because yeah I don't know my first experience like I got it I jumped in cold to Hamilton and watched it on Disney plus like not knowing the hype not knowing anything about it because I didn't want to like listen in advance and I watched it the night before we went on like a four-day river trip with our family and we were it was like no cell phones no anything we were just on the river and the kids were fishing and I was just on a boat thinking about Hamilton for like four days. And I don't think I said more than 20 words. I just sat and thought about Hamilton. I was so silenced by it. It was so good. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those where you like think about it a lot. Yeah. And so, yep. We, uh, Merry Christmas to us. I feel like that is a gift. I think it's a gift to be living in the same generation is Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Am I saying his like name right? I'm like, oh, he's like he's kind of one of those geniuses. I can't believe I'm alive at the same time as <laughs> so oh. it's gonna be amazing. So okay, well, we have one more week left, and then I want to carry over because what my brain has been going towards is I'm trying to sit in Christmas, but my favorite Christmas song right now is I'm gonna say it wrong. Old old Lang's side. The, Can like, anyone say that one right? I don't know. I was reading it and I was like, no, it doesn't sound Odd right. Lang to me Zai, something yeah. like that. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. And I kind of have just been feeling like whatever that really deep, really good swelling of like a new start that comes over you at the mm-hmm. new year. Um, and I, I really love that song and I've always loved it. And um I want to talk about the new year and I want to talk about also like not lying to ourselves with a bunch of resolutions and um, extra pressure we don't need, but yeah, let's carry these talks over into our new year season. I like that. Cause technically Christmas doesn't end until epiphany anyway. Right. The seventh. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. And then we'll be like ready for Lent too. So, oh my gosh, I'm so there's excited. like, yeah, I'm ready for all of it. So, Okay. Thank you for meeting up with me today. I will see you soon with bells on with velvet and hopefully I'll have found your present by. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.